Howdy, welcome to the show. Body, this is like uh we're both <laughs> this is like this is like new haircut day for both of us. I think yours is a little yes. more drastic though. Uh yeah, mine's uh mine's more aerodynamic, you know, and uh more are more you cooling. faster? Have you tested this? Uh you know, I, I we played golf. I played golf on Sunday and I felt like my swing was a little bit different because it did seem like my head was moving through the air like just slightly faster, so the timing was yeah. a little jacked up. Um I will tell you though, man, I don't get hot anymore, which is very interesting. Uh, mm. Like I feel like I haven't sweat once. And usually because like, you know how we've talked about this on the podcast, like our house is hot. Like my wife keeps yeah. it cranked. I feel very comfortable now. In fact, kind of cold sometimes. Interesting. So. Well, I, you know, it's supposedly like a lot of the, your heat transfers in your head. Yeah. You know, like That's like, if you're, you know, the kids are coming out of the shower, like they'll, you know, oh, I'm cold. And then you just dry their hair and then they're like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe there's, maybe that has something to do with it. Interesting. I think we could do an opposite thing where I shape my beard to be the same way as your hair currently. And then like, <laughs> I've got to grow, I've got to grow it quite a bit. But I think that'd be kind of funny. You know, that would be funny, dude. I had, yeah, I went yesterday to the barbershop and I had like the long hair going and I was joking. Uh, well, I, I told you this, but like I was, I was in the car with the kids and we listen to music as loud as it'll go in the car, which is why they like riding with daddy more than mommy. Um, <laughs> but they were at a stop sign and they were dancing and like Cooper was like head banging. And so I started doing that and my hair was just, just like going everywhere. <laughs> and the, the kids laughed so freaking hard. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I lost 10 pounds yesterday. Mm. but dude yeah when i cut my hair off because i had long hair and i cut it off and it was a lot of hair that came off and it was it was a very shocking experience i've gotten over it like i, I think it's been two weeks now so i'm very used to it uh, there were there was like probably three days where every time i saw myself because you still what's weird about it is you still feel like you have hair when you shave your head like okay like you it's i don't know like if you're just kind of like you know how like you have clothes on and you kind of forget that you have clothes on like you can't sure. feel them anymore when you're just like sitting still for a long time it's the same thing yeah. with your head um and so like i would look at the mirror and be like whoa who's that you know and then that wore off after about three days but now every single person that i haven't seen yet since i've done it like they have like a an experience <laughs> like they have like a like yeah. my mother-in-law saw my mother-in-law for the first time yesterday and she was just like, Oh my God. You know, but it was funny too. You, you um, look, I told Katie cause she hasn't seen it yet. And I was like, Bobby looks like he could beat the crap out of somebody with a crowbar right now. I feel like, like I could, like that would be a natural state. The, the problem is like, I have no, <laughs> I have no fighting skills, but now I'm kind of like, mm, people might expect that. So I should get into like BJJ or whatever. Like, is I that, a, is that a, is that a detriment now where people aren't going to mess with you? Or is it now they're going to like, be like, Oh, Let's, let's challenge have, this guy. I don't know. I haven't seen enough people. I've gotten that comment a lot. Like you look, you look tough now, which is interesting. 
Um, but I haven't, I haven't been around. You looked like a dad beforehand. Now you look like a biker. Yeah. I feel like a, like a, I feel like a biker. I might get a bike. I don't know. I might just do whatever. I might just lean into all the stereotypes, but yeah. Good fun, man. Um, Cool. So I have a story for you because this Mm. kind of blew my mind yesterday. So going to basketball with Cooper, his first last practice and we're driving down the hill and I go, Cooper, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I just ask him this from time to time because you just never know what these kids are going to say. And usually they just kind of blow you off or Mason goes in space cadet mode and he wants to be Power Ranger or something, you know? So Cooper goes, I want to open a Lego store. And so to give you some context for this, uh, one of my law school buddies, a few years after getting into practice, opened a Lego store in Fort Worth. And so you can go in there and you can just build things. They have these massive tables. And obviously you can you can uh, buy sets and things, but like, yeah. you know, Cooper, it's like a core memory or something, I guess, because he went in there. And so my they have like, you can build a custom minifigure and they have like all these pieces and give it whatever weapons or helmets, whatever you want. And so Cooper yeah. made his own guy, like he let him do it for free. And then he played and all this stuff. So he had that in his mind. He goes, I want to open a store like that for here, for like in this area, because we don't have anything like that. Like, oh, that's a really good idea. He's like, but I want to make it better. It's like, oh, okay. Well, how do you want to make it better? And so he goes, well, you know, people will have parties at this place because they do there, right? And they can build Legos. And he goes, but so I want to take the Lego place in Mm -hmm. Kid Mania, which is basically like leaps and bounds back in the day. You remember we had that, you know, where it's just like the tunnels and all that. He goes, I want to, I want to have kid mania in the Lego store. And so when you go to the other part, but all the tunnels and things are all designed to look like Legos. So it looks like you're a Lego person going through all these things. That's cool. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a cool idea. But what was interesting about it. So he came up with an idea. He took two things he knew and how they would fit together, which I thought was pretty cool. But then he's throughout the night, he kept thinking about it and he kept coming to me with different things he needed to figure out. And so the first one was like, you know, the big thing I'm going to have to figure out is like, how do we get the word out? Like, how do we get people to come in and, and buy? It's like, okay, interesting. And then he went on to like logo and name for the place and all this kind of stuff. And then uh, on the way home, he's like, you know, I'm going to have a building and I got to build these things and I got to get all the Legos, you know, that's going to take a lot of money. So I got to figure out how do I get the money for this? And I was like, well, you could get a loan, you could get an investor. So then he started talking about like, you know, the people that could potentially invest in this business, but he just kept going with it, man. Even like last night before bed, I'm tucking him in. And he's like, you know, I've been thinking more about this, getting the word out. He goes, I was like, yeah, so that's called marketing. He goes, yeah, I don't know how it really works. Like, I'm not really sure, but maybe maybe you and mom can like post about my business on Instagram or something. And that will (laughs) attract people to the business. So I just, to me, like, I thought that was really cool that you've got this kid that's seven, about to be eight. And he's sitting here like figuring out what do I need for this business? And then to take a step further, he wants to sit down and essentially he described, he wants to write a business plan. (laughs) Right. Like he wants to sit down and like map it all out and like put all his ideas and like how he's going to do it. I'm just like, man, this is really cool. Like I wasn't really, you know, we've talked about before, do we want the kids to be entrepreneurs or not? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I just want them to do whatever they want, but 
when he's talking about that, I was like, man, okay, one, this kid is way smarter than I was at eight years old. Um, and sure. it's really cool to see him thinking like that and taking something that he likes, but like figuring out how can I make it work? So anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. No, it is cool. I, yeah, I, I've actually, if we were having this, uh, any other business, we were having this conversation the other day about like, what, what would you do if your kid came to you with like some kind of crazy idea for not crazy idea, but like wanted to do something that was something you didn't want them to do. Like the example we were talking, we were doing a podcast about, um, our web developer does hot dog eating contests, not hot. He does food competitions and he does them for money, but like there's professional, like you've seen him, like the Nathan's hot dog yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and I think I can't, I don't remember the names of the people, but there's like a few of the top tier people are multimillionaires. Like they have, they've got, you know, you can, you can see their net worth. Like they make a lot of money for these competitions. And we were th- talking about like, what if your kid came to you and wanted to be a professional eater? You know, like, what would you say to your kid at that moment? And I don't know, like I have, I guess my personality is more like, I can kind of pr- similar to what you said. Like, I want my kid to do, I think I want them to do whatever they want. But I, so long as they don't have to live a difficult life, I think, because like, there's a lot of things like you can just like follow your passions and there's no money in it. And then it's a diff, it's like a hard, difficult life, but not in like a hard, like you're building something kind of like difficult. You're striving for something just like, like that kind of like positive. Yeah. Just like not making enough money to live or like barely scraping by is not a fun way to live. You know, it's just not a, it's not a good way. So I, I don't want that for my kid but I do want him to do something he really enjoys. So I don't know if, I don't know. It's like, if somebody came, if he comes to me one day and he's like, I want to be a, I don't know. I want to be an artist or I want to be something like that, where I know it's like, Oh, that's going to be a tough road. I don't know how I'm going to react in that moment. Cause I think how you react mate, it's like a big deal. Like if you, if you react yeah. the wrong way, you can really shape your kid's future in that moment. You know? Yeah. I've thought about that a lot too. It's interesting because I think part, part of me is like, I, say like okay give it a shot for a year see how far you get see if you actually want to do that see if you actually have the discipline to like start getting traction yeah so i think that'd be part of it but you know on the flip side it's it's interesting too because i came i one of the things i was thinking about yesterday is he was talking about this stuff it's like okay if cooper did want to go into a business like you know like part of me would be like yeah let's i'd rather you have money to go try and do that, you know, than just blow it on, you know, an overpriced university. Um, but the flip side of that, cause like, I mean, I had $200,000 student debt coming out, but the flip side of that is like, I would really want my kids to go to college, but not because like, I think it's a good value <laughs> for the money, but I do think it gives you options. And, and that was a, I had an incredible experience. Like I, I really feel like going to A&M, which it's probably overpriced, like all big universities. Like that was one of the best decisions I made in my life. So, and yeah. I don't necessarily use my degree, but it's, you know, the network and everything. So I, to me, I, I think I would either be like, Hey, try it for a year. Or why don't you do this while you're at college? Like you have time, like you have so much free time when you're in college. Like you don't think you do, but like you do. So uh, dude, I played a lot of Mario Kart in college yeah, i sure. played like a lot of video games and a lot of just uh because i went to i went to u of h for a year you know university of houston um for a year mm-hmm. and like tj who we went to school with he was in the saxophone 
section mm-hmm. with you in band. Um, he was, he was my roommate and we used to drink so much beer and we would make like <laughs> beer pyramids. Hopefully my mom's not listening to this. Cause I don't think I was 21, but um, <laughs> we would make these, like, we would just make these beer pyramids in our room, like just so many empty beer cans. And we would like do it over the course of like a week, you know, where we would like stack them all up and like really take it very seriously. And then we would play video games. And I thought, I think like how much time <laughs> did I spend doing that instead of something that was like remotely valuable at all, you yeah. know? But then I'm like, well, it's kind of fun though. So maybe there's that, you know, maybe there's something to that too. Like, well, and I think you can have, you could have both. Like I got a buddy, Jacob, who is an agency owner and and we were mm-hmm. in the core together at AM. Um, live right. We, I mean, there was, all of us lived in the same spot. So he, he wasn't my roommate, but he lived like right next door. And I just think of like all the time that we spent on a whiteboard, like mapping out biology nonsense that neither one of us used in our degree you know and we both are like what if we had been learning about funnels what if we'd been doing what we do today and we started it then you know like how far Mm -hmm. along would we be just from that like the time aspect you know so you could you could do that and i think you could still you could do that and still have fun like so but anyway it's it's an interesting question because like i think about that a lot man because like the things that you say to your kids it has such a big impact. And like, I think a lot about like when I react a certain way, I go, Oh, that is not how I want to react in this situation, (laughs) you know? And so that's really hard. But so I do, I think about that a lot, but you know, it's interesting. Like we have a lot of educators in our family and Mm -hmm. like (laughs) the mindset with Cooper, at least is like, he's like, I'm not going to be a teacher because he's already kind of absorbed that from everybody of like, I'm going to work and like not make enough money. And um, so I think that is, that is one thing. Like I would actually steer my kids away from like, a if they're going to college and getting a very expensive degree for something that does not pay well, or doesn't have a career yeah. coming out of it. Um, whereas like, if they were more entrepreneurial, like I'd be like, well, Hey, go get a business degree and like learn something useful and start building now. Don't wait till you get out. Don't go work for some company, but like start doing whatever. But if they wanted to like go, you know, I, I think I've told you before, like Mason, I just have this feeling because of his personality and how creative he is and how um, mm-hmm. kind of introspective he is in a way. Like, I'm like, I could see him just like setting up like a carpenter shop in a small town, yeah. you know? And so like, if he came to me and wanted to do something like that, I would be like, yeah, how can I help? Like, let's do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think it it probably does depend like the hot dog thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a little out there. But I think I would be like, hey, if you want to go for it, like go for it. But, you know, if you're really that passionate about it, like you will make the time for it and make it work while still finding a way to support yourself and pay your bills. And like, that's the direction I would want to go. But I think that's, I think that that's also kind of key. Like if you go all in on it, like one, it's hard to have that discipline. People don't realize that when you work Mm -hmm. for yourself, when you work from home, like discipline's the hardest thing. Oh, Oh, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to like really be into what you're doing a lot of ways and really want it to have that discipline. And a great way to find out if you really want it is like, do you make time for it when you don't have a lot of time? So I don't know. I feel like that's the route (laughs) I would suggest. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I told my parents that I was going (laughs) to, this is like, I can't even imagine being them because it was like, came out of left field when I told them I wanted to, to be a blogger, which is such a weird, like, 
I, it was, I had, you know, I had already been a teacher for three years and I had already been, I'd been considering making this job. And I, I really felt like I needed to kind of like ask their permission in a way, just because yeah. they had helped me get through college. I mean, I had student loans and all that, but like they, they helped a ton. Um, and it really like, you know, I wouldn't have gone to college. I don't think if they hadn't done all the things that they did. And so I felt like I was like wasting their effort and money and stuff like that. Right. So I went, uh, went to my parents' house and we were like, just hanging out. I think we were just like drinking beers or something at a, we barbecued or something, but like, I just sat down and I told him, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. I, you know, I started this blog and I want to quit my job and do it full time. And I remember my mom's reaction was like, no, <laughs> like she was, <laughs> she basically just said, that's a terrible, like she didn't, I can't remember how she said, it. I just remember her being really worried about it. Like just being like, that's a well, terrible a idea. Don't scared, do this. Yeah. yeah. She was, she was scared, but my dad's reaction was awesome. And I hope it's the way that I react whenever Micah tells me whatever he tells me. Uh, he was just like, that's awesome. You should, you should totally do it. Like, it was just yeah. like, he had no fears, concerns, doubts about it. He was just like, that sounds awesome. And he's like, do you believe in it? Like, do you think you can make it? And I was like, yeah, he was like, you should do it. So, I, and that, that made it so much easier to actually, not that you need your parents' permission to do something, yeah. but it made it, I didn't feel guilty, you know, going into it. Like, I was just like, okay, now I can just like really focus on this. And then I yeah. found out you don't make money blogging for a very long time. <laughs> you know, that was, that was a, that was I a, didn't, I didn't have reality. a moment like that because I didn't really have this, like, I didn't really have this like time where I was like, Hey, everybody, this is what I'm doing. Like, it just kind of like happened organically because even mm -hmm. I had the business in law school and then I got out and I was working, um, just working for the oil company. And so like, I, when I, you know, when I kind of started putting more effort into the business, when Cooper got sick, like I, the only thing that really happened was I just stopped. I stopped going through the process of applying for like these bigger firm jobs, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, it, you know, I remember my dad, you know, was like, Hey, are you, you know, or maybe it was, maybe it was after I had, I had stopped, I had left that job. I remember at one point my dad was like, are you looking for part-time work as an attorney? And I was like, there's no such thing this part-time attorney work. And Is it really? Like kept, See, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was no I such mean, thing. Not that as... I know of. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, there might be, but it was like, that's not what they I want. See they, want they want a young, you, you know, yeah. if you're a young attorney and you're like still learning, they want you to come in and like grind. Um, yeah. But, but, and so that was what I was telling him. I was like, there's no such thing. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's wrong. <laughs> but, um, but I guess that maybe I had, maybe I had left the oil company because he was bringing that up. But I don't remember them having any reaction. The reaction was like when I finally got fed up with him asking me that like once or twice a week. And yeah. I basically was just like, here's how much money I'm making right now. And it was like way more than he was expecting. And then he was like, oh, okay. But they weren't like not supportive about it or anything. It was just, you know, that nervousness. And then like my dad coming, you know, being an engineer and like always knowing he wanted to be an engineer. And whereas like yeah. me, where I'm like, I have no idea what I want to do with my life, you know, just like didn't compute with him. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have that moment, but I, but I also like, you know, I, I, I didn't have like my student loans were all in my name. Like I didn't, I didn't right. feel any like guilt about that. I was just like, I got to own this. I got to pay this off. I got to figure it out. And then Katie was like super supportive about it always. So like almost yeah. kind of surprisingly. So, cause she was 
kind of floating the bill for a while, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Coral was too. Coral didn't have any, like, she was just like, yeah, you should do it. Because I was, I mean, we were going to go down. I mean, we went down to her teaching salary. We weren't even right. married yet. I think we were, we were about to get married. I can't believe all that stuff. I'd look back on that. I'm like, geez, man, what a, I wonder if I'll have a moment in my life again, like that, where like I do some like just wild life decision. <laughs> Cause like, yeah. that was the thing. It was like, I very quickly, it was like, I, between the time that I decided to quit to when I actually walked in and quit, it was like, it was less than 48 hours. It was, it was really, wow. really fast. Um, it was just like, I, I felt like I wanted to do something. I had a conversation with a friend and I remember texting him. I was texting, I was sitting in my car in the parking lot. It was like after work one day mm-hmm. and he was just, I was telling him like, dude, if I just do one more year and I save up this much money, then I'll finally, you know, I'll be able to quit and like start my own thing. And he's just like, dude, you need to do it now. Just do it now. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. So then I went that night and I talked to Coral about it and we were still living at her parents' house. We were renting a room from them. Mm-hmm. And um, I told I told my mother-in-law that I was going to do it. And she was just, you could tell she was like, this is a terrible idea. Um, and it, because I was about to get married to her, her right. daughter. So I'm right. sure that they were like, wow, okay, this is grub. Um, and then, but I remember her, her dad didn't, I don't remember his reaction. He might not have liked he might've thought it was a bad idea. Maybe not. He was kind of like a free spirit kind of dude. So he was pretty, pretty yeah. open to things, but it was like that. And then I think the next day I talked to my parents and then I think that maybe the morning after that, or maybe, I don't know. I remember when I quit though, it was freaking awesome. It, Cause I did, I didn't really quit. Like, it wasn't like, I just like quit and then walked out for good. It was like, I quit and I had like two weeks. I think we had a month of school. Yeah. We, I think oh, it was okay. a full month left which was the best month ever. Like that month was, I went in, I told my boss about it. And I remember he was shocked because it was like just him and I left in the band hall. And I was like, Hey man, wasn't he like telling you like how bad of an idea it was like the rest of that? Not initially, not initially, but eventually. Yeah. But he like, so I told him and he was just like, what you're going to do what? Like, and I was just like, yeah, I'm doing this website thing. Uh, and then we walked, (laughs) we walked out together to our cars and it was like the most awkward walk, like, leaving the building together, like in <laughs> silence. Cause I had just quit. Cause like for him, he had to go find a new director and like, it's a pain, it's a pain in the ass for, yeah, yeah. sure. You know, uh, and the kids, you know, it's like when you have a teacher and you got the kids, they know a teacher is big transition for him. But then for the next month, man, it was like, I didn't have to go to any meetings. I didn't have to like everything. Like I, they were actually, I was in the room. They were interviewing for my position while I was still working. And so like they were doing interviews in the room next in to my the office, office and you were like, yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. But they would come in and talk to me about it. Like, Hey, what do you think about this guy? And what do you think about this person? But it was just the most fun. It was like the most fun I had at work. Cause it was like, there was no like stress. It was like the, it yeah. had this weight lifted off my shoulders. And I just like, that was the only time I really enjoyed going to work when I knew that I didn't have to do anything like that anybody told the- me to do all the day-to-day BS that comes with education that like, you don't have to like, Oh, this doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. Like, what are you going to say to me? And I still taught, like I still, you know, but at the end of the year, especially in the band world, like things really wind down. So like, right. You're kind of just, you and the kids are kind of just counting it down until summer. Right. Um, And so it's just like, I was getting paid to just go there and like have fun. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. That was, that was a good time. It's funny, man. Like when you talk about like the start of your business, like you have these like very vivid memories of like how things went down. And like, I don't have that. Like, I, I don't, I don't know the date 
that I really started. I don't know. Like I know the year I know. Cause I knew what year of law school I was in, but like, I don't know the date. I don't remember certain stories. Like, you know, you're talking about like telling your parents, like, I don't, I don't have that. Um, yeah. But I, I think don't my know, brain's just weird. Like my brain just kind of works could like be. that. <laughs> well, I mean, like I see, and it's how I, it's how I write emails. Like most of my emails are story-based, but it's yeah. just like, there's, I'm not very observant about anything in my life. <laughs> like I'm, I miss a lot of stuff. Um, and like, we even have this thing that is really sad that like Micah, if he called, like if I'm sitting there and I'm like on my phone or I'm working or whatever, and he calls my name, like Coral has trained him to like walk up to me and touch me on the knee and say, Hey daddy, I have a question. And then I, then yeah, I'm like, funny. Oh, my kid's right in front of me. Uh, yeah. So like, that's how oblivious I am to things except for like moments in my life. They like become like I see them as stories in my brain. So then I just take that and I write about it. So like, that's, yeah. I don't know what that is, you know, maybe it's I'm like, like that too. Like I can't remember, like I can't remember stuff that happened this week, but I can remember stuff like very vividly from the past. Mm -hmm. I just don't have that with the start of the business. I don't know if that's just like, because of how mine started, like it was just so, it was just such a long, like slow roll into it maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Be, it could be that. It's funny though. You mentioned about like the awkward conversations with the parents and like, you know, right before y'all, when y'all were engaged, right before you got married, making that decision, <clears throat> I don't have that, but I do remember it being very awkward when I talked to Katie's parents about proposing to her because I'd made the decision to go to law school. And so I basically like the joke was, I was like, Hey, I'd like to ask your daughter to be my sugar mama <laughs> like, and basically us to get married and pay the bills for three years, you know? And so yeah. I remember that being kind of an awkward thing, but <clears throat> I just showed up with beer and we all got drunk and it was great. But, um, but yeah. I do remember like, this is, this is going to be a really weird conversation because I'm not like going to be providing for her at first. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't have that yeah. moment like you did, but I remember that moment being an awkward Well, it's just because my conversation. I think it's just because I made a distinct choice in a very short period of time to do that. And it was just one of those things. It was like, it was just a, most people are like, what are you doing? You know, it was very similar to me. It's actually shockingly, going back to the beginning of this, shockingly similar to like shaving your head. You make a decision that most people are like, wouldn't do. Like most people would not just do something like that. Yeah. Just the like yeah the, most people don't do that and so i think in any time in life where you do something that's like kind of shocking to people or kind of like i don't know uh like quitting your job to become an entrepreneur that's like a an unsafe a weird kind of weird thing to do i think it's like makes a big impact on people it's a very so it's just, it's entrepreneur thing to do though like mm -hmm. most people will weigh the pros and cons and they'll think about it for a long time and they'll ask all their friends and like try to get other people's support yeah. and validation of what they're thinking about and everything. And entrepreneurs just kind of go, this feels right. I'm going to do mm -hmm. it, you know, which you, yeah. which you kind of got to have a little bit because most people will think that what you're doing is shocking or weird and you won't get that validation because it'll be uncomfortable to them. Like, Oh, you know, and people, that's how people yeah. are like, Oh, I couldn't do that. Or I wouldn't do that. So you shouldn't do that. You know? Mm -hmm. So that's probably yeah. part of why this has worked for you because you just uh, shave your head or quit your job, but then yeah. 48 hours of you just <laughs> making decisions, decision. man. And then you watch everybody else freak out and you observe it. It's very interesting. I'm like, I'm, I'm very curious, like what you would look like without the beard now. 
uh, you, that's probably not going to happen at any yeah. point. I do. I've, I've got a good beard. I, I've, I've, you, you do out in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. And it, but you know, what's interesting. I don't know if we need to make this a shaved head podcast, but it is what most people want to talk about. Um, I learned actually this goes into, we could probably like, well, no, I don't want to turn this into another podcast. I learned that, you know, how Gary Vee talks about um, the people that are hurting the most like, how does he phrase this? Like uh, online interactions, the people that are hurting the most are the people that are like leave hate comments and things like that. Sure. I've very quickly found out <clears throat> because like shaving your head, like a lot of guys are, are balding and like, they don't want to like talk about it or they try to hide it or whatever. Um, the people that like joke about it the most seem to be so far the most self-conscious about themselves. And it's a very interesting thing. Like um, yeah. I was playing golf the other day and it was like, I was, you know, three of the guys I was hanging out with, one of them is a, you know, this is going to sound a little weird, but he's a very good looking guy, full head of hair. Like just, he was like, you know, he's a good looking guy and didn't say anything about it. He's like, yeah, dude, looks good. The, one of the other guys that I play golf with really good friend, he's, he's losing quite a bit of hair. Um, he was like loud about it and like constant, like every time we saw somebody, he's like, look what Bobby did, check this out. Look at, and we talked about it later and he's like super self-conscious about his hair. <laughs> like, yeah. he's like really like, and I think that it, it in that moment, I kind of realized like, man, this is very similar to like online stuff because he probably was like pointing it out and saying things and joking about it. It was all in good fun, but it was like, it's a diversion of like, don't, don't look at me, look at this person. You know, and it's a very well, interesting thing that people do that, you know, and I just, that wasn't even the first thing I thought of what, when you were saying this was like, what if he's pointing it out to see how everybody reacts to it? It could be he, because he's like, I'm going to have to do that eventually. Like, yeah. is this going to be, are they going to be positive about it? You know, whatever it was, whatever the reason was, he probably didn't realize, <laughs> you know, no, no, I, it normal. was just, but that was why my brain goes into like observation mode. And like, why is this happening? Why do people do this? And I was just noticing like just the different reactions to people is like the, the more, the, the more, the more bald the guy was going, the more they joked about it. But it was like, it was just very interesting. I don't, I don't know. I talked to Robert about it because Robert shaves his head and he, he kind of noticed some similar things too. It's like, man, people are so interesting. So weird. Myself included, you know, weird. but it's just, well, yeah, but it's just sure. interesting seeing people, how they react to things. So but I think it yeah. goes to like online stuff. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, with your YouTube stuff that you're doing now, I don't know if you get any comments about anything. I feel like in the online business space, it's maybe a little bit different than if you were no. like a, you get comments about all kinds of stuff. I think the biggest, the biggest thing that I've seen comments about is like people that are just like, this is, you know, this is BS or that's not possible, you know, mm. um, that kind that kind of thing. I think yeah. that's a big one. Like it's as soon as, especially like if you're in any way talking about numbers, like if I talk about our course numbers or, you know, talk about the business, like earning mm -hmm. potential, like that kind of stuff, like when you're trying to explain to people and as soon as like you say anything that approaches or goes beyond like that six figure range, people are yeah. like, this is total BS. That's not possible. Get a real freaking job. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's in, yeah. Well, I, that one makes a little bit of sense to me. I don't know. I, I could, I could see like, I can't imagine you like get, sitting there and like typing something and, and sending that off to an influencer, but I, you also see a lot of that stuff in the online space Well, we where had it's like one 20 year old on, kids talking about that stuff. You know, we had one on a YouTube short 
Um, and it was like, <laughs> we were having the conversation about um, Coral doing the sponsorships and stuff. And just the way that mm-hmm. one was clipped and like how you were talking about it, like that got a lot of negativity, but it was really? like about, yeah, I, don't even was, see I say a lot. It was like three or four comments, like, um, yeah, that's enough. but it, it, but for like kind of new content, that's not, you know, we're, you know, we don't have like mm-hmm. a ton of engagement on that right now. Um, it, it was a lot and, but it was around things of like, you know, like, is this, what is this supposed to be a humble brag? Like you think you're cool with your big sponsorships? Like they're talking, you know, like stuff like that, or like, um, yes, I do. Or, or things where it was like, uh, um, Oh, so like normal interview negotiations that people do every day, your wife has to figure that out. Like, you know, it was just stuff like that. And, oh, okay. That's um, interesting. You know, I should go read and, those response yeah, to and Who hurt you? Just, dude, I love, I love the, uh, who hurt you is the best one, man. That one cuts right to the core. Cause that person got hurt somewhere. Yeah. It's funny, man. It's funny. I, I, with my stuff, I tend to, my gut reaction is to make a snarky comment or go to battle. Mm. Like that's my yeah, personality. Yeah, I like going to battle too. But what the way I look at it is like, one, is that worth my time? And it's not. Like, is it worth me going to battle with somebody I've never seen that I'm not going to change their mind versus hanging out with my kids? And then the second thing is like the broken window theory, right? So, you know, when you talk about like in a neighborhood um, or a community and if you have like broken windows and graffiti and things like that. Like when you have more of that, then it is like, okay, this is acceptable and it can get worse. But like, if you clean it up, if you replace those windows and everything, it it's a detriment to crime. Like, you know, like that's, I remember, I remember learning about this and like doing like political science classes and stuff. And so that's kind of like my view with content is, and I learned this with ads, right? If you allow a really negative comment to stick around on an ad, people will pile on because it gives them mm. confidence. Oh, it's acceptable for me to do this. Other people agree with me and it can spiral right. out of control. And so that's kind of my approach to like posting on YouTube and on, on TikTok is I'm like, this isn't worth my time. And if somebody is going to, if, if somebody has like a solid opposing opinion, I am totally game with that. But yeah. if you're just going to come on and just crap on it, then you're hurting the, there's always both ends. Like, and I think that like, I have more engagement on TikTok than YouTube right now. And so there's always two sides and you see both. And so if you're going to come on and you're going to just be completely negative or whatever, then I'm just going to delete it. Like, I'm not even going to respond to it. I'm going to delete it. I'm going to block you because my stuff's not for you anyway. And I don't want you to ruin the experience for somebody else. And, you know, it adds engagement. Sure. It like felt, you know, that can help, but it's just not, it's not worth it. So that's kind of like my, my view on it, but, but yeah, you get things from like comments about, you know, how you look and like, you know, you know, that you're full of it or just, you know, you know, your mom probably didn't love you. Like, I mean, you just get the most (laughs) random, you get the most random stuff, but the funny ones, I think it's uh, fun for people. I think they enjoy it. Like, I think it's like a board thing. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I've never done it. I always like, I've never sat down and done that before. I I haven't either, but I always liked, um, like Clay Travis, the, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. he'll, somebody comes at him from outkick coverage. Someone will come at him on Twitter and he just, 
clicks on their profile and looks at their posts and looks at their stuff. And if there's anything for him to make fun of, like he goes back at him. And so he'll be like, someone will say something to something to him. And then he'll be like, Hey, neck beard, like <laughs> figure out your own <laughs> issues before you come at me. You know, like it's just, so I always get a kick out of that. And like, I think that's like my, that's my gut reaction, but then I'm just like, I don't, the effort's not worth it. Yeah. I, it's, uh, you know what? I, I, I've been watching a lot of Joe Rogan clips for, for whatever reason they, sh- they show up in my feed, but he talks a lot about like, he just doesn't read the YouTube comments, which I can't even imagine. He gets like an unbelievable number of sure. I mean, he's the biggest podcaster in the world. So like he gets a crazy amount, but he always tells his guests, like, don't look at him. But then I know like he had Jordan Peterson on and Jordan Peterson, like reads every single one of them. And like, it like actually affects him and he like emotionally affects him and he gets very upset and he goes back and forth with people. And Joe's (laughs) like, don't do that. Like, and I, I kind of like, I'm kind of the de facto social media manager in the other company right now. So like I have to read stuff, but like, like the, the, the thing you were talking about with coral, like where it's like, she's got to negotiate sponsor. I don't remember what I said in that. I can see people yeah. being like, that's a humble brag, whatever, and saying something about that. But on the flip side, like we also, in the other company, we did some content about food. <laughs> like what is American food? Like just what entails American food? Uh, yeah, and that pissed people one. off. And people are like, you don't know what you, like, I can't remember what it said. It was like, oh, look at all these idiots. They don't know what American food is or whatever. And like people got pissed off about the food thing. So I don't even think it matters what, what kind of content you do. That is a good question though. <laughs> like what is American food? Like burgers and chicken tenders? Chicken wings maybe? Um, I think we determined that it was like burgers. I honestly, I think we just do like a lot of other people's food. Like I've heard that our Italian food isn't like real Italian food. Sure. We just like Americanize it like Tex-Mex. We just, yeah, we just just Americanize it, make the portions big. But I I think burgers though, that was one of the big things. Like burgers were actually invented in America, but a lot of people think that it was made in like hamburger Germany. And there's like, if you Google it, I went down this rabbit Mm. hole of like Googling, figure it out. Cause somebody told me I was wrong. Um, But so, yeah, I think like burgers and I don't know, hot dogs and wings and barbecue. Somebody got pissed that we didn't say barbecue, but that's what I'm saying. It's like people, people like get Somebody, oh, I didn't even think about barbecue. That about that. I know, I didn't either. Yeah, but somebody sat down and got mad about that. Not really mad, but like they got enough to where they were gonna like, I'm gonna leave some comment, <laughs> and call these people idiots. That's over so nothing. I yeah. saw a thing the so other day, like, and it was like, my kids. I'm so proud of them. They have such diverse appetites. They'll eat chicken nuggets at Chili's. They'll eat chicken nuggets at the Mexican food restaurant. They'll eat chicken nuggets <laughs> at the Chinese restaurant. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, nuggies do go hard. You know, yeah, man. All I'm right, so I think this is a good episode. I think we're kind of <laughs> That's good place we've to talked cut about. It. We've talked about haircuts. Mm-hmm. You know whether we're going to support our kids or not, which we are. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I think so. <laughs> and then some business stuff and chicken so, nuggies. Yeah. Yep. So thank you for uh, for joining the show. Appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe. We got daily stuff every day on YouTube, so you're gonna want to check that out. Um, you can see people taking out of context clips and throwing hate comments. Mm-hmm. You can join in on that if you want. It's cool. We'll block you. Um, but if you're not going to mm-hmm. be like that, please subscribe and we'll see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.